The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii. Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Hi, I'm Trustee and Associate Pastor Edwin Sprout Sr., and I would like to thank you for joining us today. We would like to welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast, being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XTTV Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV, Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME, Channel 20 in Los Angeles and San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV, Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY, Channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona. <clears throat> From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, Channel 34, in Eugene, Oregon, from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington, from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KCSG Channel 8 of St. George, Utah, Idaho, Wyoming, Nevada, and Arizona, from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY TV Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, and from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you would like more information on our church and VR Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church located at 1043 Middle Street is the headquarters of the gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world with the sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus Coming Soon, a landmark in Cali for over 90 years. And our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and A.D.B. Lockbaum on August 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn, Sr., in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints, wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is, those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. 
Today we are celebrating Independence Day on the 37th anniversary of our Kauai Branch Church. May the Lord pour forth his blessing and cause his glory to shine upon Pastor Leonard K. Wasano Sr., his faithful helpmeet Deborah Asano, and the saints and friends who gather for this wonderful and blessed event. To start off today's telecast, the church choir, the direction of Amelia Horn, will sing the song, Truth is Marching On with Battle Hymn of the Republic. They will be able to accompany by Ethan Matsuki on the piano and Pohaku Carter on the organ. We praise and thank the Lord that we are one nation under God. For where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. We are free to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth, in the beauty of holiness, and hear about the gospel of the kingdom of God. The gospel is the good news that Jesus saves, Jesus healed, Jesus baptized with the Holy Ghost with fire, and Jesus is coming soon. Please join in and sing with the choir as you see the words flashed on your television screen.
The church band under the direction of head pastor William M. Hahn, Jr. will play the vibrant song, Jericho. Joshua listened to the Lord's call to fight a battle in Jericho. He overcame all obstacles and focused on the commandments of the Lord. And because of his obedience, the Lord brought down the walls of Jericho, resulting in a mighty victory for the children of Israel. In the days we are living in, we too can be like Joshua and listen to the Lord's call. As we put our faith, hope, and trust in his hands, he is able to fight the battle for us and break down the walls and barriers of unbelief and lead us on to victory. Tracy Asano will use her God-given talents to give the Lord all the praises and glory, singing the beautiful song, His Eye is on the Sparrow. During her background music will be head pastor William M. Hahn, Jr. On the piano, associate pastor Marvin Ming on the bass. Mason Asano, Sr. and yours truly on guitar. Thank the Lord that he is always there to watch over us 
and is just a prayer away in times of persecution or difficulty. He is there to make the crooked pathways straight. Just as the words to the song goes, his eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. Why should I feel discouraged? Why should the shadows call? Why should my heart be lonely and long for heaven and home? When Jesus is my portion, my constant friend is He. His eye is on the sparrow, and I know He watches me. His eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. Let not your heart be troubled. His tender word I hear. And resting on his goodness, I lose my doubts and fears. Though by the path he leadeth, but one step I may see, his eyes on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. His eyes on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. I sing because I'm happy. I sing because I'm free. For his eye is on the sparrow. And I know he watches me. Whenever I am tempted, whenever clouds arise, when songs give place to sighing, when hope within me dies, I draw to him from care he sets me free 
sparrow and I know he watches me his eye is on the sparrow and I know he watches me I sing because I'm happy I sing because I'm free for his eye is on the sparrow and I know Yes, I know he watches me. The church choir will now perform the uplifting song entitled, The Battle is the Lord's. The Lord works with the faithful few. With Jesus by our side, he will lead and guide us through our battles in life. For with the Lord on our side, who can be against us? The Lord will help us and fight the battle for us, for the battle is the Lord's.
We now feature Mason Asano Sr. to play on his ukulele the spirited and lively song, Look For Me. Yes, dear television viewers, the Lord is speaking to your hearts today. Won't you look for Him? Let Him into your daily lives and accept Him as your personal Savior, Master, and Lord. For today is the day of salvation, if you will, but hear His voice. Associate Pastor Marvin Abing and Sherilyn Abing will now blend their voices to the song, He's the One. This is an excerpt of some of the words from the song that are most befitting for our walk with the Lord. Who can move the mountains that are hindering you today? Who can pick them up like pebbles, clear them from the way? Who can prove his power <clears throat> when a Christian kneels to pray? It is Jesus. He's the one. At this time, it is with great pleasure to dedicate this wonderful song to Mr. Barney Barang. We pray the Lord will continue to bless and strengthen you all the days of your life. Have a wonderful Sunday. Can prove 
in the sweet name of Jesus. I'm Associate Pastor Melvin Honda and would like to repeat our television time stations and locations in the continental United States for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XD TV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8 and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV channel 28 in Eureka, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV channel 11 in Monterey, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon, from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KGJO channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY TV 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. 
from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view a Kingdom of God crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website on JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning our scheduled gospel services here in the home state of Hawaii, services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing service at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kaimaki Branch Church located at 1361 Palolo Avenue, gospel services held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by neighbor island branch churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castaneda Sr. in Kanakakai, Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. Alverio in Lahaina, Maui, by Pastor Walter I. Tinloy in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Asano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal Espera in Balogo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vespia Espera in President Rojas, Cotobato, Mindanao, Philippines. You're all welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now, I'd like to return our program back to Associate Pastor Trustee Edwin Sproul Sr., who will bring forth his Spirit-directed and Spirit-inspired sermon. Edwin? Thank you, Melvin. Today's problems sometimes may cause people to put their personal concerns ahead of the Lord Jesus Christ. Then too many may often put the Lord Jesus Christ second, third, or even lower on their list of daily priorities. Even so, many may also find it difficult to be faithful and live a life above sin by serving the Lord Jesus Christ, although they know that it is the correct, only correct decision to make. Please join me at this time in the reading of today's sermon entitled, Jesus Christ is Calling America and Her People to help us all discern the right choices when serving the Lord Jesus Christ in our daily lives. A star flashes across the sky. It lasts but for a few seconds, yet we are awed by its brilliance. Nations, too, have flashed across the span of history and then faded suddenly into oblivion. When our founding fathers signed their names to the Declaration of Independence, they believed that America would be different and that this nation with her spacious skies, amber waves of grain, and abundant beauty would stand the test of time. But liberty and the pursuit of happiness do not come cheap. And this fact can be attested to by the men and women who shed their blood on the battlefields of past, present, and future. The Declaration of Independence was finalized after much prayer and supplication for guidance by men of God. After 13 more years of deep reflection, the Declaration gave birth to an uncompromising constitution and Bill of Rights. We as Americans will soon celebrate another birthday of America, and it is time for every American citizen to reflect upon what has been bequeathed to us and it is also a time to reshape our values and rededicate ourselves to our country to keep America the greatest nation on the face of the earth. We stand at a time to reconsider our failures, our successes, and to start building a new future rededicated to truth, 
justice, equality, and freedom for all mankind, regardless of the skin color of mankind or ethnicity. The Lord God spoke to the prophet Samuel in 1 Samuel 16, 7. But the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on his countenance or the height of his stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord seeth not as man seeth. For man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. God is no respecter of persons and in every nation. He that feareth the Lord Jesus Christ and worketh righteousness is accepted with him. Now, who were these men who attached their names to the Declaration of Independence? Like the Christians before them, they pledged their lives and sought to be faithful unto death. This meant that not only would they be faithful unto death, but also that should their lives ever be in jeopardy because of their actions, they would stand firm. It was this spirit that sustained the men who shaped the beginning of our great nation. They understood the importance of a solid foundation, as Paul declares in 1 Corinthians 3.11. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. And the Lord Jesus Christ is that solid rock. An engineer once explained that a large suspension bridge was supported by cables, which were embedded in solid rock so they could withstand the stress and strain upon them. The same principle was applied by the founding fathers, for they knew that God was the only sure foundation upon which to build a nation that would endure, since all the foundations of the earth are out of course. And we can therefore see that the sovereignty of God was deeply rooted and grounded in the American spirit from the very beginning. They also believed that all values worth living for come from the Lord Jesus Christ, as God himself. They looked to Jesus Christ as the source of all wisdom, knowledge, understanding. Job was asked by the Lord God in Job 28, 20, Whence then cometh wisdom? And where is the place of understanding? The nation's founders believed God's answer given to Job. In Job 28, 28, that reads, And unto a man he said, Behold, the fear of the Lord that is wisdom, and to depart from evil is understanding. Therefore, this great nation of America was born out of faith and trust in God. For 241 years, we have been building on that solid foundation. 1 Corinthians 3, 9 and 10, Therefore, exhorts, for we are laborers together with God. Ye are God's husbandry, ye are God's building according to the grace of God which is given unto me. As a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another buildeth thereon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereupon. The question we should all ask ourselves is, how have we built? We can quickly point out the almost unbelievable growth and productivity which has come about through our God-given wisdom and enterprise. We've taken remarkable leadership and made significant progress in scientific research, advanced technology, space exploration, and military might. And we can thank the Lord Jesus Christ for the freedom of religion and freedom to openly worship God in truth and in spirit. Whatever our belief, no one can close our church because it does not coincide with others. Today we have a separation of church and state. We have no state church in America. 
Each who worships God can worship according to the dictates of his or her own conscience. We are not required to support a church or religion in which we do not believe. We must also be thankful for the privilege of free speech and freedom of the press. And we can preach on any subject without fear of someone trying to stop us, just as an editor can freely write what he or she so desires. Another term that is very important to all of us is the term liberated. It means to set free, release from slavery of sin, imprisonment, captivity, or any other form of control. Today we need a declaration of independence to set us free from those carnal and sinful forces that makes us slaves and keeps us in bondage. The Lord Jesus Christ exhorts in John 8, 32 and 36, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. If the Son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. Despite these important achievements, trouble and danger, which critically threaten our future, lie ahead within our great nation. Over the years, some things have become part of American life, which can only lead to our downfall. We can see the effect of deterioration on every side. Crime is on the rise, the family unit is disintegrating, and political corruption and cheating have become rampant. All across our country, from sea to shining sea, people have erected altars to cults, mysticism, asceticism, etc. People are worshiping the goddess of licentious, that is, worshiping sex symbols and engaging in immoral activities of every kind. Homosexuality, incest, child and wife abuse, pornography, etc. are on the rise. Sex is commercialized on television and in every other kind of media. Men, women, and children who are created in the image of God have descended to the bestiality of the jungle. The theater and various genres of music are literally saturated with sex, glamorizing and glorifying lust and vice. Hence, God's word, the Bible, declares in Proverbs 14.34, righteousness exalteth a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. The Apostle Paul further exhorts in Romans 1.24-28, wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use of that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lusts one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemingly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error, which was meat. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. Because of these current events, people feel threatened, insecure, powerless, and insignificant. Life seems to be losing its meaning and purpose. And very few are standing up for truth and righteousness and able to give the right answer. The only right answer is to trust, believe, and accept the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior, Master, and Lord. 
Some of you may be asking, what has brought us to this situation? We might point out changes in the educational system. In other words, Jesus Christ, the God of creation, has been replaced by the God of evolution and false doctrines. Truth has been replaced with relativism. Morality has been replaced with expediency. Hence, we can see that young people are not being taught and given the whole truth of God and the positive teachings of God's word, the Bible, to believe in. Pontius Pilate asked Jesus Christ this question, what is truth? Jesus Christ answers the question for every man, woman, and child. In John 14, 6, it reads, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Yes, dear television viewers, we need to know the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Hence, let us read the words of Jesus Christ to Nicodemus and all mankind in John 3, 3, that reads, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. The word again is inserted because Jesus Christ knows that every man, woman, and child has been born once of their parents. Therefore, Jesus Christ again commands all mankind in John 3, 5, it reads, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Jesus Christ further concludes in John 3, 6, and 7, That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. The phrase born again may sound somewhat strange. And you may be asking yourself, what does it mean? God's word, the Bible teaches that no one can gain entrance into heaven by good works. Titus 3, 4, and 5 adds this exhortation. But after that, the kindness and love of, our, of God, our Savior toward man, appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. God's word, the Bible further teaches that there is none righteous, no, not one. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Our own personal experiences teach us that we all have broken God's laws and we have not done the best that we could do according to God's word. And we, by nature, are described as being dead in trespasses and sins, alienated from the life of God or as having not life. Just as the body without physical life is declared physically dead, so a person separated from the life of God, as described in the Bible, is described as being spiritually dead. Being dead in our trespasses and sins, we will not be able to enter heaven. We must be baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ and filled with God's Holy Spirit to be cleansed from sin by the blood of Jesus Christ we then can be restored into fellowship with God and begin to live a new life above sin with Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ came to die on the cross of Calvary to bring us new life. Hence, in John 10, 10, Jesus Christ declares, the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come 
that they might have life and they might have it more abundantly. Having a new life in Christ Jesus brings mankind much joy and true happiness in Him. Being born again, we receive a new life that is happier and fuller than the life we led before being born again in water baptism. No one can bring about this new birth by their own efforts any more than a baby can cause his own conception. Rebirth is the miracle that Jesus Christ, God himself, initiates and completes. We become new creatures in Christ Jesus. And without this spiritual rebirth, every man, woman, and child will remain outside the family of God. To be born again means that we must go down into the water, be buried in it, and then come up out of the water just as Jesus Christ himself was baptized in the River Jordan. And to be born of the Spirit means we must be filled with God's Holy Spirit speaking in God's unknown tongue as the only Bible evidence to prove that we have God's Holy Spirit within us. Acts 2.38 is God's commandment given to all mankind. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Water baptism is fulfilled by using the name of Jesus Christ because the name of the Father is Jesus, the name of the Son is Jesus, and the name of the Holy Ghost is Jesus. And Acts 4.12 confirms the authority and saving power vested in the name of Jesus Christ. It reads, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Continuing in our sermon topic, we find that the mass media have also contributed to the eroding of the nation's moral fiber. Things previously not acceptable on television and in movies have become commonplace today, such as violence, looting, burning, and killing, which only fuel the thoughts within people to commit such horrendous acts in real life. Sexual perversion, obscene and profane language is being used by many around us in our daily lives and hometowns being presented graphically on the screen or in the press. The political arena has also contributed to the further decline and corruption of honesty and the pursuit of happiness. Principles of truth and justice have given way to political expedience, personal profit, and compromise. As America departs from its Christian principles, our good and moral life is being devalued. We also can see how the lives of unborn children are snuffed out. And medical experts tell us that the practice of legalizing euthanasia and infanticide will soon be an acceptable medical practice. Thessalonians 5.3 confirms the billions being spent on machines of worldly destruction. It reads, For when they shall say, Peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a, as a, upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. Today the Lord Jesus Christ also warns mankind in Matthew 24, 7 and 8, it reads, For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in divers places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. The Apostle Paul also denotes in Acts 17, 26, 
and hath made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on the face of the earth, and hath determined the times before appointed, and the bounds of their habitation. Oppression of other races has been part of our heritage, and God will surely judge us for it. We are living in perilous times, threatened by crime, nuclear warfare, economic and ecological collapse, and a multitude of other problems. Today, people use alcohol, drugs, entertainment, or anything to temporarily block out reality. But there is no real escape in these things. And the Lord Jesus Christ is mankind's only true answer and remedy as defined in 1 Corinthians 10, 12 to 13. Wherefore, let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall. There hath no temptation taken you, but such as common to man. But God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way of escape, that ye may be able to bear it. The basic reason for the crisis facing America today is that we have turned our backs upon Jesus Christ, God himself, and his word. Mankind has rejected God's sovereign authority and has gone his own way in sinful unbelief and rebellion against God. And despite how great our nation has been, we cannot go on in rebellion against God's word and God's standard without inviting God's judgment. Therefore, Hebrews 13, 8 declares, Jesus Christ the same yesterday and today and forever. To remain the greatest country in the world, we must stand upon the strong foundation of God in Christ Jesus, as described in Matthew 28, 18. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. The Lord Jesus Christ and his power of, Holy, of the Holy Spirit is what mankind needs to transform him, just as the 120 disciples received on the day of Pentecost in Jerusalem. And Jesus Christ instructed his disciples in Luke 24, 49, And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high. Jesus Christ further stated in Acts 1.8, But ye shall receive power. After that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Acts 2, 1 through 4 also states, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. To conclude today's sermon topic, let us read 2 Chronicles 7, 14. If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Let us then, dear television viewers, humble ourselves to watch and pray for America, our families, our homes, and saints of God. In doing so, we will be prepared to respond when the Lord Jesus Christ calls us up saying, come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. If you would like to know more about God's Word, the church, or review our telecast presentations in their entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. 
Until our next telecast, this is your host, trustee and associate pastor Edwin H. Sproat Sr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless you and keep you all in the hollow of his hands. Have a happy and safe 4th of July. The church band will conclude today's telecast with a spirited and lively song entitled, The Blood Has Never Lost Its Power.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.